2024 kicks off, we're gonna break down 24 different marketing-focused strategies and tactics designed to generate more listings for you in 2024. You know all the sayings, you got a list to last. Whoever controls the inventory controls the marketplace. They're all true because reality is listings are the lifeblood of your business. You know it and I know it, which is exactly why we're gonna break down 24 different tactics and strategies that all have a marketing focus or a marketing angle to them designed to help you generate more listings in 2024. Now, let's talk logistics first. This is not gonna be 24 different tactics in one podcast. We're gonna break this into a four-part series. And so today's podcast focuses on the first six of 24 total strategies predicated on helping you generate more listings in 2024. Welcome to This Week in Marketing. My name is Jason Pantana, and I'm so glad you're tuned in. If you're new to the channel, well, you are in for a lot of different strategies and tactics, and it would mean the world to Tom, to myself, to our entire channel, if you would tap that big red subscribe button. And there's a bell icon right next to it that if you tap that, it turns on notifications. So you get alerted whenever we publish new videos like this, like when next week you get to watch part two of our 24 different listing attraction, listing generation strategies and tactics marketing focus session. That's a lot of words. Let's dive in. Number one on the list is home valuation calls to action. Now these calls to action could be integrated into your postcards, could be integrated into your ads on Meta, on YouTube, on Google and elsewhere, could be integrated into email campaigns you send to nurture leads and contacts, could be a part of even billboards or some kind of a physical display banner style promotional sequence. It could be in any kind of a channel. So something to keep in mind as we talk through these different tactics and strategies is the strategy itself, the tactic itself, like a home valuation call to action, isn't a specific marketing channel or communication channel. It's a call to action. It's a tactic that could be deployed across any number of channels. The ads, the emails, the billboards, these are the channels that convey, that carry, that deliver the message. Our focus is on the actual tactics and strategies that move the needle in terms of generating more listings. The home valuation call to action is not new, but it's one you need to pressure advantage on right now because there's been so much change happening in real estate markets across the US and worldwide, whereby there are a lot of homeowners who are questioning, is my equity safe? I see all the headlines, I hear all the news, and I hear the chatter. How do I stand in terms of my equity position in what is for most people their largest financial chip holder, so to speak, in terms of their overall portfolio of finances. Their house is a big deal. And so a lot of consumers are a little bit concerned. It's not necessarily focused on the idea of, hey, they're gonna sell their house if there's a, enough equity. There's an opportunity to go deep and build relationships with people and be that expert who can help them have confidence in terms of what's happening in the marketplace so that they can make informed choices about maybe they do decide to sell down the road. The home valuation call to action isn't designed per se to get sellers immediately is designed to give information to prospective sellers who need the right facts, the right details, so they can make an informed choice about should they stay or should they go. Now, there are lots of tools out there, and depending upon where in the world you live, in some cases, there are tools that can perform automated home valuations. They're usually kind of off in terms of accuracy. And in some parts of the world, those tools do not exist, and it's a manual calculation by a real estate professional, so you'll use your own judgment in terms of awareness about what tools are out there. For example, in the US, lots of folks use tools like home value leads, prime seller leads, HomeBot, 
Real Scout, Cloud CMA. There are lots of different tools out there. I've got no picks per se that are designed for somewhat different deployments in terms of how that's gonna be utilized. For example, some of these tools are more designed to be part of landing pages whereby you might be running ads on Google or Meta that drives traffic of people who maybe don't know you to a specific landing page and it's focused on that lead capture event. And other tools like for example, HomeBot is a really great powerful tool to add people who already know you. Maybe it's past clients or sphere of influence contacts who already know you into a drip system that automatically keeps them apprised of what's happening in the marketplace in terms of values. Big thought for you to bear in mind right now is in 2024, how are you gonna press your advantage with the home valuation offer? Not necessarily through the lens of give me a listing, but through the lens of what does the seller need to know in order that they become the seller? How can you be the informant? How can you be the expert? And how can a home valuation tool help you do exactly that? You may be thinking, but Jason, these tools are usually way off. They're not accurate. <laughs> You're right, they're not, which is why they're really tools designed to drive a conversation between you and that seller to talk about what's really happening in the marketplace, giving them a laser precision estimate of their home's value so they can make that good choice about should they sell or should they stay? What is the best decision for them based upon their life and circumstances? Now, the second on the list is seller-centric ads, which is a relatively general umbrella term that describes a lot of different types of ads. I want you to picture, for example, ads on Meta, ads on Google, ads on YouTube, ads across the cornucopia of different advertising options in terms of online marketing that exist for you today. Once again, this isn't new, but this is gonna be a doubling down, so to speak, of the last one we talked about, which was the home valuation offer. And we said the home valuation offer is useful in terms of driving people to a destination landing page whereby they can be converted and you can lead capture off of a home valuation landing page. So in other words, you can run those ads to a cold audience who maybe doesn't know who you are, but they're also, the home valuation we said is also a tool for staying in front of homeowners over time who are curious about the ups and downs and stability of the marketplace as it affects their home's value. But in this one here, seller-centric ads, we're gonna focus really on the idea of running ads to an audience who maybe doesn't know who you are with the sole purpose of lead generation. How can you generate more hand raisers who are thinking like, hey, I'm gonna sell and you're a listing agent. Maybe we should talk, maybe we should meet because you seem like the right fit for me. That's the kind of advertising we're gonna talk about next. Within our ecosystem of rockstar coaching clients, a lot of our clients have had tremendous success specifically on Meta, which is Facebook and Instagram ads, with PDF downloads, for example, a seller guide, or any kind of a PDF resource. Maybe it's a market update for a specific area of town. Any kind of a resource that is downloadable that would be desirable to a seller. So ask yourself the question, what do sellers look to understand that would indicate that they are indeed considering selling their property? Obviously the home valuation is a factor, but it's also the nature of how to sell a property. What sort of process related information could be put into a PDF, the steps to a successful sale for instance, or tips to improve your home's curb appeal, or renovations that don't move the needle versus renovations that do. Any kind of a topic that would be process related that a seller would think, I need to read that. That's really interesting. That's really useful based upon the consideration they might have about selling their house. 
And because we live in a world of AI and virtual assistants, the ability for you to generate and create a PDF like this is as easy as it ever has been and likely about as easy as it's ever gonna get. So the question I ask to you is, what's your game plan with PDF downloads? PDF downloads are a long-standing offer that gets made in an advertising perspective where you say, I give you this, if you give me your contact information, we know PDF downloads work and they're working really well in Meta right now. Uh, in one of our past episodes, I talked to you about the power of lead formats on Meta, the power of DM message automated ads, whereby those are the mechanisms to get someone to give you their contact info. They fill out a lead form inside of Facebook or inside of Instagram, or they send you a message through Facebook or Instagram that initiates a whole conversation whereby they take receipt of your PDF download. So be thinking about what are the questions or the topics that could be put into a PDF that you know the answers to that would feed the interest or curiosity of a homeowner who's considering selling their properties and how can you put a strategy of VAs and AI behind you to help you scale that so you can run these ads and generate some seller leads. Again, think about the kinds of PDFs you wanna make. It could be a list of all the sales in a specific area that perhaps you do some geographic farming in. It could even be a list of example floor plans or steps on how to build their ultimate dream house because presumably somebody who wants to build a custom dream house lives in a home they're gonna likely wanna sell first. The opportunity of PDF downloads is wide open. All you have to do is answer the questions that a prospective seller needs answered in advance so they say, hey, that's exactly what I wanna know so I can make an informed choice about should I stay or should I go. Now, if you're not new to Tom Ferry's channel, you've likely heard Tom and Jimmy Mackin talking a lot about the 100K in 100 Days program that's just had unbelievable success within our ecosystem of coaching clients who are running the plays that work, doing the kind of marketing and sales techniques that have enabled them to generate 100,000 or more in GCI in the past 100 days. And one of my favorite tactics within the 100K in 100 days is the ZMA strategy. It's also been dubbed an equity update within our ecosystem of coaching clients. Now think about it like this. An equity update is simply you keeping a homeowner informed or updated about their home's equity. Uh, one of the calls to action that's been working really well for a lot of our coaching clients lately is they're asking their past clients or the sphere of influence homeowners in their database, they're asking them, hey, are you curious how much equity you've gained since 2023, over the turn of the year, for instance. And that's been a very thought-provoking conversation and it started a lot of really meaningful conversations with prospective sellers. So the equity checkup, and I'm combining equity checkup and a ZMA, I'll explain my thinking in just a little bit here. The equity checkup is simply you making a concerted effort on ideally an annual basis to reach out to all your past clients, all your sphere of influence contacts, and keep them informed about the state of their equity and their property. Now, is this a lot like a home valuation? It could be potentially like a home valuation. It's a little bit different of a deployment, but the equity checkup is best administered if, for instance, on the home anniversary that you sold in the home six years ago, if every year like clockwork, you say, congratulations on another year in your property, it's time to schedule your equity checkup. It's an annual event, kind of like an annual physical, but it positions you as the agent for life. A lot of agents, they struggle because they don't realize how important their database of past clients and sphere of influence contacts truly is 
in terms of listing opportunities. We know through all the research the National Association of Realtors conducts annually that over 60% of all sellers identify their agent by way of repeat referral. The point being to you that relationships really, really matter. So staying in front of your past clients, in front of your sphere, being the agent for life makes all the difference in terms of generating their future business and also their referrals. One step in doing that may be putting an equity checkup in place for your entire database this year. Now, back to that 100K in 100 days, the ZMA, as in a, not a CMA, a comparative market analysis, but a ZMA, as in a Zillow's estimate market analysis, a strategy that's been so useful for our coaching clients is effectively taking a screenshot of a Zestimate of a respective property, maybe somebody in your database, and sending them a text or an email and saying something to the effect of, hey, here's what Zillow thinks your home is worth right now in today's marketplace. I have my thoughts, but first I'd love to hear yours. Something along those lines that activates a conversation about what is happening with their home's value. The fact is your database of past clients and sphere of influence contacts is probably your best source of listings. And so the question becomes, how effective are you at staying in front of them, at reaching out to them, asking the right questions, sparking the right dialogues that help the homeowners in your database understand how is their home performing and what are their best opportunities in the marketplace where they live? So what's your strategy around equity updates and ZMAs? Now, fourth on the list is a continuation of the importance of your database contacts. Again, past clients, sphere of influence contacts. These are the people who know you the best. They know, like, trust you. They have a relationship with you. Are you fostering a relationship that leads to referrals and repeat opportunities? That's a pass-fail kind of question because either you are or you're not. And if you're not, what are you going to do to change that? One idea you might consider is to get really consistent with a weekly database email newsletter. And you're like, Jason, that is so old school, a newsletter? And I'm like, a newsletter. My personal coaching clients, their newsletters have become staples in their marketing mix and they are crushing it. We have a term we're using inside of my own cohort of coaching clients called email alchemy. And if you know what alchemy is, it's trying to make gold out of things that aren't gold, right? It's kind of a joke. It's, it's a clever way of saying, that you're finding opportunities in a database of presumably past clients and sphere, people who've likely already worked with you before. It could even be leads you've generated over the course of your career. They raise their hand and maybe they bought, maybe they sold, maybe they didn't. But the reality is they may have new life in them if you keep reaching out. And so there's a power in having a database. Now, as I say database in this section here, I'm talking about past clients, sphere of influence contacts, and I'm also including leads you've generated and earned permission to market to over the course of your career because, you know, people buy and sell and invest and refer again. It's not a one and done in a lifetime. It's an over and again. So what's your strategy for the residual? What's your strategy to be there again and again and again and position yourself as an agent for life? The database newsletter might be the way to do it. I don't care if you use MailChimp or Active Campaign or Constant Contact or BombBomb or any other mass reputable email provider. They're all fine in their own respective way. But what really matters here is the quality of what you send out and the consistency of it. There are a lot of companies out there that say, hey, trust us, we'll do the newsletter for you. We have professional copywriters and they then proceed to create canned content that they send out to your database and it lacks the authority and it lacks the, the, the genuineness that is from you. So my advice to you is, if you've been listening to me for any measure of time, you know that I'm a big fan of making content. 
and that fundamentally your value proposition as an agent rests in your expertise and in how well you demonstrate and share your expertise with prospective customers. That expertise is helping them to buy or sell real estate. And so your videos on social media, your blog content, all the content you produce of tips and advice about real estate, every piece of content is effectively showcasing your expertise and it can be repurposed as part of your email newsletter. So my advice to you is A, make content consistently that demonstrates your expertise, post it everywhere across the internet, across social media and so forth, and then repurpose it in a weekly digest of sorts, a newsletter email that goes out to your entire database. And within that newsletter, nest or tuck away different calls to action. It could be an upcoming seminar or workshop you're putting on. It could be an invitation to schedule a listing consultation or an equity checkup or anything along those lines or to make a referral, but those nested calls to action are very effective at producing hand raisers. So again, back to this idea of email alchemy. It's already a list. Sometimes we get so focused on working the leads, not the list, but if you work the list that already exists, your past clients, your sphere, your old leads, you don't know that maybe they have a spark of desire to buy or sell that's reestablished itself. And if you can be there for them when it matters the most, you can find yourself in that critical moment where they reach out to you and say, yeah, I'm interested in doing that. So the calls to action aren't that different. It could be a home valuation call to action. It's the act of using the email newsletter in this case and putting your calls to action in there to keep making offers to a database that appreciates your value rich content over and over and over again. And what's gonna happen is you're gonna start getting listings out of an existing database. Lots of agents go chasing for new leads all the time. But I would ask you to consider the fact that your old leads, your old past clients, your current clients, your sphere of influence contacts are likely your closest point of access to more listings. So try the newsletter out for size. Now, number five and six are gonna go hand in glove. Number five is local SEO or SEM. SEO stands for search engine optimization. SEM stands for search engine marketing. They're kind of the same thing. One typically implies a paid strategy versus organic. SEO tends to be organic. SEM tends to be paid. I'm putting them together. Specifically, local SEO, local SEM. Right now on Google, there is a tremendous opportunity to position yourself to get discovered by would-be sellers who are looking for the best realtor in your local marketplace. That opportunity is found and accessed through your Google business profile. You've heard me talk over and over and over again about your Google business profile. Why? Because 46% of all Google searches are of local intent. And of those 46%, which by the way, that means more people search for local stuff than anything else on Google, the world's biggest search engine. And of the 46% that are looking for something local, 93% of those are actually looking for a local business, which means more people shop for a local business on Google than anything else. There's your opportunity. So how does Google respond to that? Well, they respond to that by creating a network, your Google business profile, formerly a Google My Business profile, all those red pens you see on Google Maps, that is Google's response to the demand of people who are searching for local businesses online every day, all day. And so what's gonna be your strategy in 2024 to optimize your Google business profile so it ranks higher in the search results when somebody runs a search like best realtor in Milwaukee or something to that effect. So what are the steps you can take to improve your Google business profile? And without going into huge detail here, because believe it or not, this podcast has entire episodes dedicated to answering that question, how to optimize your Google business profile. Suffice it to say, it's a combination of your reviews, 
It's the keywords that you integrate throughout your business profile and the services, the categories, and so forth. It's adding more photos and videos and updates on your actual business listing page. And it's also improving the overall SEO of your website because Google is always Googling you. And what your website says about you has a strong influence on what Google believes about you in your Google business profile. Here's what I'm getting at. Your Google business profile has huge opportunity because guess what buyers search for on Google? Buyers search for houses, but sellers are the ones who are most likely to do a Google search, best realtor near me, best realtor in Milwaukee. And the question is, do you rank or do your competitors rank in those search results? So dial in your Google business profile and also by extension, improve your own website. One of the mistakes I keep saying on agent websites is ambiguous, non-specific words. Google's a search engine. That means it's looking for words that have meaning. They're called keywords. And so if I go to your website, am I gonna see pages like, why work with us? I'm sorry, that couldn't be any less clear. Why work with who about doing what, where? None of those questions get answered. And so from a Google SEO standpoint, you're not getting any extra credit with Google. Make sure that your services pages, you're buying a house, selling a house, all the different services you provide as an agent are abundantly clear so that Google from an SEO standpoint thinks, oh, this person does X, Y, and Z in these areas. Because remember, Google's always Googling you. And so the improvements you make to your own website will indirectly and directly influence how Google ranks your business profile in those high intent searches that prospective sellers are running. Best realtor near me, for instance. One note to be made though, is that Google is doubling down this year on their local services ads. You've likely seen at the very top of Google, if you run a search like best realtor near me, there's a section called Google screened or in some types of businesses, it's called Google guaranteed. But in real estate, it's Google screened. Those are part of Google's local services ads option. And if you aren't running them, you should be running them. And what I like about them is many fold. That's not a word, I made it up, but there's a lots of things I like about them. One of them is that you can specify a budget to Google of what you're willing to pay per week or per lead, but you're only paying when they actually put their money where their mouth is and give you legitimate leads. Uh, in a world where a lot of companies make you pay regardless of what you get, this particular product is only billing you for what it actually gives you in terms of leads. You might've noticed in those best realtor near me types of searches that Google has actually demoted the section that shows Google business profiles further down the results page. And that is likely because they're trying to draw the eye, draw the clicks to the local services ads because people are paying for those clicks and Google likes to make money because they're not a not for profit. This doesn't mean your Google business profile doesn't work. It still works, but it also matters through the lens of your Google business profile influences your local services ads. So it's all connected. Your website impacts your Google business profile, your Google business profile impacts your local services ads. It's all part of your local SEO, local SEM strategy. So what does that look like for you in 2024? And number six on the list, remember there's gonna be a total of 24 different tactics. We're gonna do this over the next four weeks. This is one through six. Number six on the list is piggybacking the last one, and that is simply the power of online reviews. Are you leveraging online reviews? Because guess what? Sellers, like I said before, are the most likely to do a Google search looking for the best agent in their area. And they're likely gonna look for feedback signals that would indicate you are a quality agent worth hiring. And that's gonna come down to your reviews, but not just your reviews on your Google business profile. Yes, Google business profiles, that is my top pick. It is, in my opinion, the most important place for generating reviews, legit reviews from customers with all the right keywords infused in them. 
but you should also take a look at your Yelp profile. And I know that's kind of like, oh no, Yelp. It's You don't have to give it the same level of attention as your Google business profile, but consider that Yelp is powering Apple Maps. Yelp powers lots of other services like Siri, for instance. Yelp is a major player in the world of online reviews because a lot of other platforms use an API to use Yelp's reviews, but also because Yelp has amazing SEO. I told you that the Google Map Pack has been lowered down on the results page, but Yelp has not. Yelp actually is usually at the very top of a Google search for a best realtor in Atlanta or top real estate agents in Charlotte. You'll find Yelp with a link to the 10 best in a specific area toward the top of Google. And the question is, are you one of the 10? Are you ranking? And so my thinking is you should put some effort in improving your Yelp presence this year, your Facebook page reviews presence this year. In fact, your Facebook page reviews feed your Bing places. So Bing has what's called Bing places. It's the equivalent of Google business profiles on Google. And Bing doesn't generate its own reviews. It pulls reviews from your Facebook business page. So your reviews across the internet matter because it is most consistent with seller behavior to be looking for an agent um, based upon feedback from past customers. So I'll make it really simple. Prioritize getting reviews, quality rich reviews with keywords in them. You wanna coach your folks to say your name, to say where you do business, to say what kind of activity they hired you to do. We bought our first investment condo with Jason Pantana in Nashville, Tennessee, et cetera, because Google picks up on all those keywords. So the benefit is to Google to see the keywords to help you rank, but it's also to the prospective customer who's looking for the evidence to support the decision should they reach out to you or not. How many folks might have considered reaching out to you, but the reviews didn't push them over that hump. It didn't convince them that there was enough experience and of a strong track record with you that they should also call you to list and sell their property. Your Google business profile, your Yelp page, and even your Zillow reviews, they all matter because they have tremendous SEO and most importantly, because they meet a prospective seller in the moment of, should I reach out to this person or not? And that's gonna be the product of what your past customers have to say about you. There you have it, one through six of 24 different marketing-focused tactics and strategies designed to help you generate more listings in 2024. I wanna know, what are you doing to generate more listings in 2024? You got a list to last. And also, I wanna hear from you, what's your top pick? What did you resonate with most in this list here today? Thank you so much for watching. Until next week, this is This Week in Marketing.